had to clear my throat. Let me clear my throat. Yes. Um. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hi, podcast besties. Hi, besties. We're back and better than ever. I was just going to say that. I was like, open my mouth to say it. And then you just said, Close you it, said it. Because I already said it. Anyways. <laughs> and better than ever. I said it too. Hi. <laughs> Hello? Hi. So we're back. We're better than ever. And we're queer. And still queer, unfortunately. <laughs> In 2023, mm-hmm. unfortunate. Andrew wouldn't give me a kiss. For the record, Andrew's a homosexual. (laughs) Anyways, welcome to another episode of Isn't That Odd Podcast. I'm Brianna. And all things spooky pod. I'm Paul. Okay. And that's Brianna. Yes. (laughs) And today, as always, we have some spooky stories. Actually, no, we don't. Mine's true crime today. What's yours? Mine is conspiracy, and it's Mm. not spooky. I guess it could be spooky, depending on how you look at it. Mine's not spooky. It's kind of stupid and quirky. We both stupid. This is going to be a stupid and quirky episode. Just like us. Which one are you? Are you stupid or quirky? I could tell you, but I want you to guess. Wait. You're going to say stupid. I was going to say you're quirky, babe. I would never call you stupid. Oh, (laughs) please. I would never call you stupid. To my face. I would never. Actually, no, you would only call me stupid to my face. That's true. Yeah, I'm very honest. If there's one thing about me, I'm very honest. Paul, you're stupid. (laughs) Thank you. And quirky, babe. Don't forget quirky. (laughs) Quirky outweighs the stupid. You can't see it, but we're putting our hair behind our ears (laughs) like Debbie Ryan. (laughs) For what it's worth, we haven't seen each other in two weeks. Did we? No, we We literally saw each other last week. It's felt like two weeks. We saw each other last Tuesday. <laughs> see you last Tuesday. And see you next Tuesday. We're actually not going to see That's cult. Other. See you last Tuesday. It's cult and cunt. We're actually not oh. going to see each other next Tuesday, though. No, we're not. No. Brianna doesn't like me enough. I was trying to get her to come That's see actually, me on Thursday, and she said, mm, no. I am coming to see you on Thursday, though. We already decided. Unless we do it all today. I'm sure we can do it all today. We can try. Anyways. I don't want to be here all day, though. Don't be homophobic. I'm not Anyways. being homophobic. I'm just a baby. Cause I'm a baby, that's, that's why. why. <laughs> yeah, we haven't seen each other in a while, and a lot's gone on, but we can't talk about most of it. Yeah. Um, because it's very personal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did have therapy today, so that was fun. I know. I'm very proud of you. All jokes aside, I'm very proud of Brianna, you. Brianna. Brianna was doing a really cute thing where she was down here doing podcast stuff while I was just talking my heart out upstairs doing therapy. Shout out to anybody who saw the instagram story i posted of paul being in therapy but i was in hell yeah she did a cute, <laughs> cute thing where she was on fire and she's like paul's in therapy and i'm in hell and i was like that's so cute you have to post it. oh also before i forget by the time you're hearing this episode all of our videos our episodes will be available on youtube now i figured it out so we'll be back on our youtube grind yeah brianna figured that out um apparently i was doing it a completely wrong way i was doing Canva, it said you need to stop and that's yeah. why nothing would ever download and i can ever figure it out and that's why we stopped because yeah my, paul was I, actually making it a lot harder for himself usually i'm the one who does all like the canva creative stuff um 
And then I was like, let me figure it out. And then I finally gave myself time to do it today while Paul was in therapy because I was just here shooting the shit. And I was like, oh, I got time. Let me do it. And then I was like, oh, it's literally what I've been doing just longer. <laughs> I mean, for what it's worth, it's not necessarily about how you get the answer. It's just matters if you get the yeah. answer. Yeah. And I just had the answer this whole time, but I didn't realize that it was the answer. Yeah, and I just took the long... Con- convoluted 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 is that the word you're looking for yep okay took the long convoluted Mm -hmm. route um, when doing it and then canva quite literally was just like you need to stop doing it this way babe was like stop and then i was just like i don't know what to do i can't get any (laughs) videos i can't upload and so that's why we've been ma from youtube but brianna figured it out she saved the day it took me a little while though because i have a lot on my plate but i figured it out and that's all that matters so if you're listening to this on YouTube, hi, welcome back to YouTube. Hello. If you're not listening on YouTube, go you to probably YouTube. don't care. Yeah. Go to you- but if you do care a little bit, go to YouTube. Yeah, but there's not video. It would be one thing if it was video, but if they're we- already listening on like Spotify or something, what's the point of going to YouTube? I mean, we could be video one day. You never know. They could be listening yeah, to this. So in, go like, follow our YouTube. So when we are video, you know. They could be listening to this in like two years and we could be video by then. Because we'll know. eventually get a podcast room. And when we do, we'll mm-hmm. set up a nice little cute background. Mm-hmm. We'll have some cool plants. And Brianna will have a nice chair to sit in because I'm trying to get a nice chair to sit in because I want a cool chair to sit in. It'll be a whole new thing. I'll put some like LED lights so like we set the mood. Like, I just want a chair thing. that will hold my iPad so I don't have to hold it in my hands. Yeah, Brianna, <laughs> did you actually end up ordering No. That? Uh-oh. I did. Brianna sent me <laughs> randomly the other night, just like this could solve all my problems, and it was just like an arm that can connect to the arm of the mic holder, mic thing we have. Because my arm whatever. always gets tired holding on my iPad, and I'm trying to read my notes. Yeah, she holds up an iPad. It's and a I first world rest. problems. I rest my MacBook on my knee, and that's how I do. My it's a first world problem. Um, my arm just gets really tired. Uh, I just forgot to buy the armrest because I'm a piece of shit and I have ADHD. Yeah, so I have for a what pee it's brain. Worth, being a podcast host is pretty hard. <laughs> but we make it look really easy because we're just so because quirky just and different. We're, that's just how good we are, and like, we're just built different. That's why you guys listen to us every week because yeah. we're the best. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So because we're so great, we're going to get the party started. And the flow is yours, my dear. Yeah, it is. Today, I got a conspiracy that actually comes to you from the well-known intern of ours, Noor. Shout out to Noor. Shout out to Noor for giving me this idea and all the sources that I needed for this because it'll be amazing. I smell fire. I can't fire. It's because you're on fire. Thank you. I, I am now that you say that hot and sizzling. Now that you say that, I also smell fire. <laughs> it's because I'm on fire. I'm right in front of you. Yeah. Anywho, I'm keeping that in. <laughs> Yikes! Ever just look up in the sky and be amazed by the wildlife you see? So many birds flying around, carelessly chirping away, and seemingly having the time of their life. I thought you were going to start referencing airplanes, because I think about that all the time. How many airplanes are above you at all times? Airplanes in the night sky like shooting stars. B.O.B. believes in flat earth. Oh. <laughs> what it would be like to- <laughs> Shout out we to episode one. We won't touch upon that. <laughs> What it would it be like to be carefree and fly amongst the clouds like these beautiful creatures? I don't think about that. Hmm. Unless, of course, they aren't actual animals and are maybe an advanced piece of technology. Like a drone. Crafted up by the government to spy on us? Like a drone. Today's conspiracy is going to cover the theory of, yes, birds not being real. 
have a question. Yeah. Did you or did Nora give you the sources of the FBI documents that got declassified? No. Oh, because there's F- this? yes, there's FBI documents that got declassified about this. Oh. Did you know that? What did they say? That the, it, this is real. It was real at some point. I don't know if it still is real. Yeah, but I mean, this overarching conspiracy is like all birds. Are. At some point, though, and there was a point where all the birds were not real in a certain area. They were all... They, <laughs> this conspiracy is every bird on the planet is oh, real. well. Whereas that... I mean, I... I know I bet for the fact Canadian governments would do stuff like that to make it believable. I mean, I bet the Canadian that's why there's geese outside my job that was walking outside, and I called him a, a distinguished gentleman when he was window shopping, shaking his little booty. I bet he was his little booty. <laughs> I bet he was a little cameraman, and I hope he was because I was throwing That'd him compliments so left and right, and I bet that his little NSA agent was like, "Girl, I'm blushing." That'd be cute. I'm sorry. Go but ahead I into your story. But I know. I know they're really. I don't... Are you going to say you know that this is real? Is that what you're going to say? No, 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 no. Oh, this, okay. So, <laughs> I know the government would do stuff like that because, I mean, we have cameras in so many random things. Like, like up your butt? They even have, like, pinhole cameras that are in... Your butt? Yes. That are in, like, wall chargers. So, you could like, put in the wall and it's like a charger. And you do you want to know a secret? What? Kiwan has one of those cameras in our apartment. And when we went to Florida, he was watching Roxy through that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's just cameras in anything. So, I don't... Uh, not and people believe that Airbnb the government didn't like those. make a fake bird and have a camera on it. Mm-hmm. But the overarching theme of this one is like every bird is from the government. Got it. Now, <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Birds not being real sounds absolutely absurd, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I thought too. That's what you thought? But bear sense? with me as we explore the claims and arguments made by supporters of this theory. And let's go on a journey of how this all came to light. Let's go on a journey. So where did this whole birds aren't real idea come from? It all began in 2017 when a college student launched a viral campaign suggesting that birds are, in fact, government surveillance drones. Of course they came from a college student. That man was so probably yes, off his fucking rocker. As you rocker. were saying throughout my whole intro, drones. <laughs> that man was off his fucking rocker. He was probably high as shit. <laughs> yes, most likely. He was high as shit on drugs and also high as shit because he was a bird. Yep. So, yes, you heard that right. Drones disguised as birds. I thought there was a bird outside your window. I was like, they're <laughs> listening. The idea caught fire on social media and people started questioning the nature of these creatures we see every day. They even had a whole website created called birdsaren'treal.com where they honestly have some fire merch. <laughs> like, I saw it and I was like... I kind of want to buy it. Um, and you even have linked to some videos where, like, ex-CIA agents confirm this, um, that, like, bird surveillance drones are, like, a real thing. So, so, so essentially what you're just referring to. I have a question. And a bunch of other resources to back their theory. I'm sorry. I have a question. Yeah. So, for theories like this where there's, like, ex-CIA agents and, like, whistleblowers, do you think they're being honest? Because if I was an ex Anything? No, I would fuck with people all Yeah, the time. right? I feel like I'd be like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course, of yeah, course. Yeah. yeah, I was put on this case back in 1980, and let me tell you. Let yeah. me clear my throat. But yeah, that, I would fuck with people yeah. all the time. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, Gaslight Gatekeep Girl Boss, you already it's know. Fun. Yeah, okay. It's a good time. So, supporters of the theory argue that birds exhibit behaviors that seem too coordinated and unnatural for living creatures. Like going south? Going south, you know how they find like V formations, like all that. Don't make, make me snap my in fingers sky. in a Z formation. I said V, not Z. But Do you okay. know that? 
They claim that these okay. so-called birds are actually sophisticated machines created by the government to monitor our every move. They're sophisticated machines, yes. but they fly into windows. Thinking twice about the bird that just happened to perch on your windowsill now, huh? Hope you had clothes on, at least, because they be watching, babe. There was a bird, there's a crow, to be exact, on my porch the other day, and Roxy was fucking staring at that shit. She said, bitch, what are you doing? You covered your phone camera, so your FBI agent was like, mm, I hate when you bird. say FBI because it's NSA. It's all of them. It's not. Now, let's pause for a moment and take a step back. We know Pausing. that birds have been a part of our natural environment for millions of years, mm-hmm. right? They've found in just about every corner of the globe with countless species displaying unique behaviors, migration patterns, and ecological rules. Ornithologists and biologists have dedicated their lives to studying these remarkable creatures and have amassed a wealth of knowledge about their anatomy, physiology, and evolutionary What the fuck is that? What? You say an orthodontist? (laughs) (laughs) Ornithologist? An orthodontist. Ornithologist. Orthodontist. Why are you talking why are you talking about a teeth doctor? I'm not. I'm talking about (laughs) the doctor that studies birds. (laughs) The doctor that studies birds. Does he talk about the birds? Ornithologists are experts that study birds. Okay. I really thought you were talking about Orthodontists are doctors that do braces, right? That do braces. Yeah, okay. That's really what I thought you were talking about. Orn? Horn. Orn. Porn. Or orth. Oh. Mm. Shout out Jimmy. Um (gasps) (laughs) That's not where I was going. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Keep talking. But here's the thing. The proponents of the birds aren't real theory argue that the scientific evidence is part of the conspiracy. They claim that the fossil records are fabricated and the studies conducted by experts are nothing more than cover-ups orchestrated by the government. How do you fabricate fossils? I mean, if I may, this could potentially lead into a past conspiracy I talked about where the New World Order was coming to town and making false fossil records and natural disasters to take control of the populace oh yeah that's when i thought they were faking earthquakes we yeah. thought about faking earthquakes. vibrators <laughs> not saying this is what's going on here too but i'm also not not saying that i'm not 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 can you not a not but i am getting a plug to episode three can you not not that's I can when not, i talk not. about all that if you want to hear about the new world order go back to episode three can you not not i cannot not cannot not not Na 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 na. Hey. Na 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 na. I apologize. I have a lot of energy today. <laughs> I can tell. Adding on to this, the theory can go deeper huh? due to the recent quarantine and pandemic we experienced as a world. During this pandemic, we were all locked inside of our houses for a long time, right? We couldn't really go anywhere, see people really do much but play Animal Crossing, swipe on TikTok, and maybe go to the grocery store every once in a while. With such a large part of the world not outside and observing, what could this be set up for? Perfect timing for maybe changing the bird's batteries? Some Are you fucking kidding me? Some theorists that fight for the birds aren't real theory suggest quarantine was set up by the government to simply make it convenient for them to more easily switch out the batteries on all of their bird drones. I promise you. I was working at the red store the whole time everyone else was in quarantine. So I didn't have a quarantine. I had to work still. Did you see a lot 40 of hours. 40 hours a week. I was at work. Let me tell you, they weren't doing that. <laughs> they weren't doing that. They I were coming into the red store just screaming at me <laughs> about p- things being out of stock, not having enough toilet paper. 
and masks being out of stock. That's what they were doing. That's what people were doing. They were not changing the batteries on fucking birds, let me tell the you. The government was. Struggling enough, though, the activists behind the movement on birdsaren'treal.com have released a video talking about this, and they aren't even behind this theory. They, as they should, have said that... Why did I write that? Oh, no, that's right. They, as they should, have said that the quarantine and pandemic are a very serious matter and should be taken as such, and it just isn't an excuse to change birds' batteries. Mm. Because it's not. It was a real real freaking thing. As I say. Get boosted, get vaxxed, FYI. (laughs) I was going to say get fucked. I was like, honestly, same. I mean, that too, I guess. Yeah. need it. So... Why do they think this exactly? I mean, they're, they're they think birds aren't real. This is a perfect, you know, piece to their puzzle. Well, because the government doesn't need to change the batteries as birds are rechargeable. I And how do they charge? Solar power. On power lines. Power lines. Right above us on a day-to-day Wouldn't basis. Wouldn't solar power make more sense? Oh, no, because the Why government do think- doesn't want things to be solar powered. Right. But I'm hold on. I'm I'm catching up now. I'm thinking big brain. I'm I'm catching up now. Don't even worry about me, guys. I'm I'm on the train now. Don't worry. So who needs a pandemic and quarantine when the technology is able to discreetly charge on the power lines that supply all of its power on an everyday basis? Speaking of birds on a power line, do you know that Disney short of the birds on the power line and it's like the little blue birds and then that one big ass bird keeps coming to sit on the power lines? And mm-hmm. it keeps moving the power lines down. Yeah. Little birds are like, fuck you. Get off the fucking power lines. Because they're shocks. fucking up their recharge. <laughs> it shocks all the birds. <laughs> Big brain. Big brain. It's not because they're I, power lines or anything. No. Now, I must admit, it's hard to fathom how such an elaborate scheme could be pulled off. If birds were replaced by surveillance drones, it would require an extraordinary effort to fool the entire scientific community, not to mention the countless bird watchers and enthusiasts who observe the creatures every day. Also, adding on to that, it would be a lot to fool the hunters out there that have shot down and used these birds for meat. Because how can you disguise a drone as bird meat? You just can't. Right? Okay. I was just asking. No, I don't know. Trying to get your input. Well, I don't have an answer. I don't know what to say. Okay. This must be some very advanced construction and technology to be able to accomplish all of this foolery. I have an answer. Furthermore, (laughs) the theory overlooks the intricate behaviors exhibited by the birds. From from mating (laughs) rituals to nest building and raising their young, birds engage in complex and instinctive behaviors that would be extremely challenging to replicate with drones. I mean... I can make my Sims have woohoo time, so why can't drone birds? Aliens. Simulation? Is that the answer? Is it aliens? No. No. However, I understand the skepticism is healthy, and questioning the information presented to us is important. But when it comes to the birds aren't real theory, we need to consider the overwhelming evidence that supports the existence of birds as living beings and not merely robots flying above the sky. Mm Mm-hmm. So, why does this theory persist? Perhaps as a form of entertainment, a way to challenge the status quo and spark imaginative discussions? Conspiracy theories often thrive in the gaps between certainty and doubt, feeding off our natural curiosity and desire for hidden truths. Mm -hmm. As we wrap up, 
It's crucial to remember that critical thinking involves evaluating evidence, consulting experts, and relying on logical reasoning. Now you're talking shit. You said critical thinking, bitch. Critical well, thinking, bitch. You said the birds are not <laughs> fucking surveillance drones. You said critical thinking, bitch. Now you're talking shit. While the idea of birds as surveillance drones might <laughs> capture our imagination, we must separate speculation from scientific consensus. You're talking shit. Well, there you have it. The birds aren't real theory examined through a critical lens. Whether you find it fascinating or preposterous, exploring conspiracy theories can open our minds to different perspectives and teach us to question the world around us. So much so that you should probably even question this very here podcast and episode. Why would you question this episode and what I'm telling you right now? Oh, I know. Because this whole script was written by ChatGPT and no one would have known it in the world as we know it is going to be taken over by AI in no fucking time. But that's another conspiracy for another day. Until next time, be vigilant, question the world around you, and maybe think twice before letting a bird keep watch on your window. You know what's really annoying? What? The fact that you probably didn't do your notes, and then you're like, oh, I know, I'm just going to let the chat thing write my notes for me so I don't have to, and then you just tied that into your story. <laughs> like it wasn't no, e- no, no 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 it wasn't even because you wanted it to be part of your story you're just like oh, i just don't feel like foot fucking do my notes so then you just you just you just, you just let it write your notes well, no, it's, it's funny because this so i had the idea of doing that because one i do believe AI is going to take over the world so i was like that's just going to be a little foreshadow for the future um and two this is just a very easy and quick topic to talk about like mm-hmm. i could have written this no issue but i was like let me see what chat chat gpt would actually do for for like can it write podcast notes can it write a script and it busted this out and i was like this is everything i want to talk about and like 98 percent of this is that script and i just added in my little extras and i was like i'm that's gonna start doing really that funny. shit that's when i texted you yesterday and i was like i want you to know i'm really excited for my conspiracy theory uh, <laughs> so you cheated <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so you Play cheated and you lied. <laughs> um, ChatGPT just did my notes for me. So I'm calling the director. <laughs> yeah. You gotta expel me from school. I've been T. naughty. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should... Um, but yeah, I thought it was really funny and fun. It just added a little funny. extra spice to my... Uh, you my weren't story. looking at my face, but as soon as you said that, I went... <laughs> I like cocked my head in my ass and went, I said, huh? Who wrote it? <laughs> I just want to... I just wanted to add some extra spice because this was just a quick episode to begin with and there wasn't a lot of meat to this theory as there's nothing really. It's just some college kid just threw this from his fucking noggin so there wasn't He was high off his shit. He said, that bird's staring at me a little too long. He said, I I bet it's a drone. I wanted to make it a little more fun. But yeah. A more quirky. um, I feel like ChatGPT is just showing up everywhere. I have no idea what that is. So it's essentially... It's AI... And all I literally had to do was go to the website and then type in, write me a podcast script about birds not being real. And then I hit enter and it just, you know, within like a minute, it wrote that entire script. You can have it do all of that. I had it look at my resume and like rewrite my resume. Like you can, you can have it do a lot of shit. That's how, that's why it's becoming an issue in school because kids will just be like, you know, write me a five paragraph essay on the Holocaust catch me on the flip side and then side. you can even get even more intricate and be like write me a five paragraph essay on the holocaust with in, in text citations in mla format and that's just gonna pump that all out catch me on the flip side catch me doing that shit 
Catch I mean, me be careful because it is obviously computer generated. It's just pulling stuff from the internet, so mm-hmm. a lot of it can go wrong mm-hmm. or not be true. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But all I know, if I was I was in school, I'd be doing that. Oh I'd no, be, not for school. I said like. Oh no. I'm for a fuck school. Around, no, I'm gonna fuck around with it. I'm gonna fuck around and find out and see what it can do. I'm gonna oh, no, fuck around. And if find I out. if they had this for school, you bet I'd be trying it for like some essays have it write it and then put in one of those programs that rewrite sentences so it sounds different and it can't be caught in well i go to art school so it really it's it's not gonna help you yeah i mean it could not really we could explore it what's explored in real time <laughs> what is when you go to art school what in your art school endeavors <laughs> what are something like what would you ask so to do? So fun what facts about me. Um, I go to school for interior design. Um, I currently take an art history class. So I guess there's that. I have to do papers on like uh, different things in art history. So you do. You still write papers. Yeah, but they're not really like papers, papers. It's just like discussion posts and then like quick oh. little assignments. But like it's basically just like look at this piece of art and then like discuss it. But it's not like. I wonder what is something. What is a piece of art you've had to draw recently? draw recently yeah just like what is something you've had to to draw or create recently um i had to recently i had to for my sketching class i had to draw a corner of a city i don't know if it can actually do like drawing stuff but um no it's all text-based whatever i tried (laughs) (laughs) he's like uh it was just like i apologize but as text-based i uh, AI, I'm unable to sketch, but I can help describe a city of a corner to you. Please let me know what specific details or aspects you're going to focus on, such as buildings, streets, landmarks. Like, so I guess it could give you like you, an idea. It ideas. could give you yeah. the basis, and it could be you essentially are just making your own prompt of just instead like, of coming up with this, the ideas. This, this, yeah. This. yeah, instead of coming up with the ideas yourself, you would put it in there, and it would tell you. So for the project that I had, it had the build. One of the buildings had to have a pitch roof, and then it, there had to be like. A background, a middle ground, and a foreground. Those are the only prompts that were for the assignment. But you could do anything else you wanted to do. Middle ground and... Foreground. Foreground? Yeah. So there had to be, like, buildings in the background, buildings in the middle, and then a building, like, right in front of you. Here's a description of a street corner with a building featuring a pitch roof along with a background, middle ground, and foreground. Foreground. At the foreground of the street corner, there is a bustling pedestrian crosswalk and well-worn gray pavement... Marked by white zebra stripes, people of various ages and backgrounds are navigating their way across the street, some in a hurry while others leisurely stroll along. The corner features a lamppost adorned with a small metal sign displaying the street name, casting a soft glow in the early evening. Middle ground. Directly on the corner stands a charming two-story building with brick exterior showcasing a warm reddish hue. The building's pitched roof is covered in slate tiles that gleam in the sunlight. Tall windows with white frames line the facade. Facade? Or is a facade? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> Allowing glimpses of activity inside. On the ground floor, a small cafe extends its outdoor seating area with wrought iron tables and chairs arranged neatly beneath vibrant striped umbrellas. Patrons sit, engage in conversation, sipping on steaming cups of coffee or enjoying delectable pastries. It's insane because I can picture this exactly in my head. Background, beyond the street corner, the city... Scape unfolds. A diverse array of buildings, both old and modern, stretch into the distance. Glass and steel towers soar into the sky, reflecting the sun's rays, while historical structures with ornate facades proudly retain their timeless beauty. The backdrop showcases a mix of architectural styles representing the city's rich history and continuous growth. As you gaze further, a glimpse of greenery emerges. A park comes into view, its trees standing tall and majestic, 
offering a refreshing contrast to the urban landscape. A fountain sparkles at its center, providing a peaceful oasis amidst the urban hustle. Overall, the street corner captures the essence of a lively city, blending the charm of a quaint building with a pitched roof, a vibrant pedestrian atmosphere in the foreground, and a diverse cityscape stretching into the background. That's crazy. That all happened in a minute. Like, that wrote that all I know. in a minute. Like, yeah, that's and just all insane. it took was that simple. You can even get more intricate with <laughs> yeah. it and put It'll more details more, yeah. if you have your own idea. But this shit's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, that that's your whole project. Now yeah. you take all those words and you just draw. It. Just draw, yeah. And I you, have you don't to have to think about, about yeah. you, don't, you don't have to plan or think about what to draw. You have it all. Now you just draw. Mm-hmm. It. That's crazy. So, yeah, that's my little. Why plagiarize when you could just. AI. Right. That's my little AI segment of this of this podcast. That'll be but, another fucking podcast episode. Yeah, but it's crazy. That might just be a whole... That might be your special right there. There's a Paul special talking about that. There True. you go. It's just crazy. Um, I've been obsessed with this for a while because I've just seen it everywhere. Um, and so I wanted to to throw it into the podcast real Fuck quick. Fuck yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So that's all I got for today I'll <laughs> see if you can even muster up anything close to what I did yeah fuck you <laughs> <laughs> I think we should um, throw it back and give them a little classic we're gonna have an ad break oh okay bye <laughs> bye <laughs> and we're back and better than ever and now it's gonna be Miss Brianna's turn after that enticing ad break enticing ad break if i only i could follow up paul's riveting it's story. gonna be hard but i believe in you <laughs> i can't stand you <laughs> it's a good thing you're sitting go ahead and say it well now i don't wanna good it's a good thing you're sitting bitch <laughs> i hope you choke on the drink <laughs> i choke on things but it's not this drink i can tell you that so my sources today. <laughs> so um, my story today is going to be a true crime story, and shout out to Nor. I got this from the rec sheet that Nor sent us. So shout out to Nor for this. Um, my sources today are going to be SmithsonianMag.com, IrishPost.com, and AllThingsInteresting.com. I feel like at this point we're probably at the point where you can just assume our stories are coming from Nor. <laughs> Yeah, we really have this, like, huge rec sheet where Nora just, like, puts ideas down, and then we're just... Cause, well, not really, because sometimes I have a lot of stories that I want to talk about, and then I'm just, like, I don't know when I want to talk about them, because a lot of them... I have stories I want to talk about, but a lot, they took a lot of research, so if I have a lot of stuff going two on, I can't out talk of, about them. Two out of three of my currently researched topics, including the one I just talked about, were from Nora. My future true crime one was one I had off the noggin that I'm actually really excited about. Mm-hmm. Um... But that was that was it. The other the other two that I have currently done were just from that rec sheet. So at this point, just assume it's from Nor. We'll still shut you out though, because <laughs> thanks for doing all the work for us. <laughs> so, you ever get in one of those moods, or just like get those vibes where you just swear everybody is out to get you every day? <laughs> like I could have sworn that guy on the highway cut me off on purpose, or I could have sworn I've seen this guy before. Wait. He's been following me, though, for a while. Anyway, we all get these feelings one time or another. Unfortunately, it's just a natural feeling that we get. Some of us, though, we get so down and stuck in our heads that we actually don't even see what's really going on around us. Like, for example, oh, I don't know, a handful of people plotting your murder for an insurance payout. Hmm, love that. 
I know. I know. That's crazy, right? <laughs> <laughs> but imagine you live. Hmm. That's the story I Do have I today. Get the money? <laughs> That's the story I have today. The crazy story of an insurance scam and the guy who just would not die. Michael Malloy. Go off, King. Can I say something really funny, though? Mm-hmm. Kind of relating to that opener mm. is <laughs> not me like a week ago cutting someone off to get here like to get to my house mm-hmm. and then they ended up following like to that side street they were behind me and just like kept going to the side i thought i'd turn into the street and they'd be gone but no they turned too and i was like oh, okay when i turn left to come onto here like they'll turn too they'll just keep going but then they turned left and i was like ah. so i took i made a big circle to make sure they weren't following me because <laughs> like i can't just pull in my house what if they're trying to pull up i don't want them to know where i live that's that's very safe and that's none of that was completely true like they just they were going yeah. to i think to the center of town and that's just the easiest way like, yeah they were going to wherever they were going. why was that me though to be on the highway the this time. morning on the way here i'm gonna tell the story again because it just made my whole fucking day on the drive here i got stuck in traffic and anybody who knows me knows how much traffic makes me want to commit arson. I hate sitting in traffic. It just makes me so angry. We love arson. <laughs> and so um, I was driving and then I got out of traffic and I was already annoyed from sitting in traffic. And so I'm already just like speeding. I'm going like 85 on the fucking highway. And this guy in this fucking big blacked out SUV, I think it's, I think it was a GMC, but... He was riding my fucking ass and it was pissing me the fuck off because I was already speeding. And so he's like trying to get past me and he's pissing me off. So I was like, fuck you. You're not passing me. And so I wouldn't let him pass Stop. me. Stop. I do that all the time. Won't let them pass you? If I, because I'll always be looking at my rear view. And if I see someone like speeding and weaving through traffic to get through, mm-hmm. I'm a stomp. If there's something about me, I'm a stomp on my gas mm-hmm. and I'm going to line up perfectly with the person mm-hmm. in the middle. That's also lined up with the person on the right mm-hmm. to make sure you ain't going nowhere. Babe. Yeah. You can go behind me, but I ain't going any faster. You mm-hmm. can go behind them, but mm-hmm. I'm going the same speed as them. So mm-hmm. you're going to be stuck. Yeah, because fuck it all you. The time. Why do you think you're more important than everybody else to get where you're going? Like, you're not that fucking important. And he was a fucking douchebag. And so I was like, fuck you. I'm not going any faster. So I actually slowed down. I was like, no, now we're going to go the fucking speed limit. Fuck you. And so I'm driving. And then eventually, it was my. I just had to get over because I was getting up the highway. So I get over. And then he starts speeding up again. And as soon as I flick my blinker on, though, I immediately just like, and I have acrylic nails on. So I immediately take my middle finger, my long ass fucking finger. It's pretty long. And I just take that shit and I just put it up against the window, just clink it against the middle, the fucking window. And I'm just flipping him off no expression on my face i have my sunglasses on expressionless face i'm not giving this man anything but the middle finger he pulls up next to me sees me flipping him off and just stays right next to my car and i just turn my head and i look at him and i stare him dead in the eyes as i'm flipping him off i'm driving completely straight like i'm just staring him and i'm just flipping him off and he's so <laughs> mad he's like oh yeah he's like mouthing me he's like oh yeah okay and then he like speeds in front of me cuts me off and then just like gets in the and then flips and then like gets over again and like speeds off and I'm like oh big tough guy <laughs> yeah oh and it's Ooh. just so funny because I know that I made I ruined his day by doing that like I made him so mad and I it it made my day I was in such a good mood after that I was like yeah crazy you can do that <laughs> ruin someone else's day but make your own I know because I was like fuck you dude honestly it just made me so angry because I was like why do you think you're so important anyway that's so many people on the road yeah. it's so bad I will travel I have really bad road rage too that's the thing too is I'm such a good driver. It's from driving without a license for so long, though. I don't. I have my license now, so you can't do anything about it. But <laughs> I was driving without a license for a Allegedly. hot minute. Allegedly, um, <laughs> it's crazy because the speed limit on highways here is sixty-five, mm. and there's sometimes I'll go in the furthest right lane where it's supposed to be the you know the slow lane, mm-hmm. quote unquote, and I'll just 
cruise at 75. Mm. And I'm like, let's see how many people pass me. Dude, so many times there'll be nobody behind me because they all speed in front. Mm-hmm. And the left and uh, middle lane. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just no one around because they've all fucking blew past me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going 10 miles an hour over the speed limit as is. Mm-hmm. And y'all are nowhere to be found. Like, how? It's crazy, yeah. Where are y'all going? And I'm like, why was I already speeding? And then this guy's up my fucking ass. And then he tried to intimidate me. And I was like, wrong, bitch. There's one thing about me. If there's one thing you have to know about me is I'm not going to let a man intimidate me. There's one thing about me is I don't care what's packing. I don't care if it gets me killed. I don't care what happens. And it's a, it's it's something I need to work on. I'm working on it in therapy. <laughs> but there's one thing I'm not going to let a man intimidate me because you got the wrong bitch. You got the wrong bitch. I'll I'll go down fighting. You got the wrong bitch. I would have fought that man on the highway. I would have fought that man on the you highway. Should've. 100%. I would have. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. In the butt. Mm. Queen. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways. Back to the story. <laughs> anyway, back to Michael Malloy. So our story today is going to take place in Bronx, New York City, during the Great Depression, and it's centered again around Michael Malloy. So Malloy was a homeless, unemployed immigrant man from Ireland with no family. And to be honest, that's all anybody, including himself, seemed to know about him. We actually don't even know how old he was. Hmm. Which is... So fucking funny. <laughs> Malloy was known for doing odd jobs around the area, and he favored being paid in booze instead of money. With that being said, he frequented a lo- Damn, babe. I just tried to say the word local, but the word saloon is next to it. So I was going to say... Laloon? Yeah. <laughs> so I immediately cut myself off. I fucking hate when I do this. He frequented a local saloon slash speakeasy where everybody knew him and it was owned by tony Bolarnio, i think is how you pronounce his the last tiger. name tiger basically <laughs> you're <SD>. stupid <laughs> here malloy would come in and he would request quote another morning's morning if you don't mind and then he would drink until he passed out on the floor mood and he would do this day in and day out and for whatever goddamn motherfucking reason Tony would let Malloy and everybody else drink on credit. And obviously credit is like a tab. I was just about to ask, if this man's homeless and drinking like a fucking fish, where is he getting the money? Everybody there, plus Malloy is drinking on a, on a tab. So this man is lending. Mm-hmm. And clearly, <laughs> it's, this is during the Great Depression, so none of these are being paid. So it's clear to say that business was not booming. It was not booming. He's taking the business in the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. This man turning into a, a loan shark for alcohol. Mm-hmm. And not in a good way. With that being said, one afternoon <laughs> in July of 1932, Tony was complaining to his pals, Francis Pesequa, I think is how you pronounce his name, okay. and Daniel Kessenberg, about how business was not doing too hot. Shocker. Can't imagine why. Could not imagine why. He's doing everything in his power to make sure that business is absolutely booming, so I'm not surprised that it's not. And they hatched up this genius plan. They were going to take out a life insurance policy on Malloy, but they were going to say that he was somebody else and they were going to collect the money. Boom. Easy money, right? I mean, who would report the local homeless man missing, right? He's a drunk. Who would report him? Right. But they needed more people in on the plan to really pull this off. So altogether, it's going to be the original three, which was Tony, Francis, and Daniel. But then they also brought in the bartender, whose name was Red Murphy. And then they also brought in petty criminals... Dan McLaney, Edward, they also called him Tin Ear Smith, Tough Tony Bradstone, and Joseph 
Magalone, I think is how you pronounce his last name. It's crazy. They have this big scheme to get a lot of money, and they're bringing in as many people as they can possibly bring in and split the money with. It's crazy you say that because they end up bringing in more people. So just... That's so... Just, okay. just, just... I would just, just kill the man myself. What, just what the, listen to I'm the story. Sorry. <laughs> I know. I just think it's stupid. It is. Stu- the whole story is stupid. I mean, get you a check however you want to get it. I don't care. I won't judge. But All, or, why are you bringing in 1,700 people? You know what's actually crazy? Or if you just don't let people drink on credit. That too. That would solve so many problems. That should probably be the starting point. You actually this. don't have to murder people if you just ran your business properly. Uh. <laughs> I love where your morals lie. <laughs> love that for you, sweetie. You'll see him on a future true crime episode. Isn't that odd podcast? Isn't that odd podcast now ran by Brianna? And we're going to be covering the story of Paul. <laughs> if I just suddenly go missing from the podcast and Brianna is doing it solo? No, I'm saying I'm going to be covering you because you're That's a murderer. That's what I'm saying. She's oh. covering my story. <laughs> um, anyway, so this plan ended up becoming... They were going to take out three insurance policies out for somebody named Nicholas Melroy, who was going to be Red's cousin. And they were going to give Malloy enough booze to drink himself to death. And then they were going to have Red identify the body as his cousin and bam, money. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Each person in the little like murder trio gang, whatever, would receive $3,576 in their time money. In today's money, mm-hmm. that would be about $65,000. Damn. That's a lot of motherfucking money. Oh, money. I can kind of see why they did what they did. <laughs> and you were just giving me shit, brother. And you would do it too for a check. I would. And I was going to get employee of the month. And that's not period. Again. <laughs> it's always going to be this again. Ugh. I love me some Coco Jones. The problem. <laughs> Keep it in. <laughs> I was like, "What just happened?" <laughs> that came from the depths of my stomach. Dude. I know. That's what I was like. And Whoa. It, it vibrated the whole time. I was like, <laughs> "I was like, what just happened?" So they go ahead with their plan, and they start filling Malloy's glasses. The problem is, Tony kept filling Malloy's glasses, and after three days, this motherfucker, fuckier. <laughs> This motherfucker was still throwing the glasses back. He was still fucking drinking. And it's funny because he's literally from Ireland. I don't know what they expect. It's literally a pastime there. Of course, he's still fucking drinking. So Tony decided that he needs to up the ante. He was going to up the game, right? So he spiked the drinks. What did he spike them with? I'll tell you. Don't worry. Arsenic. Antifreeze. (laughs) Close enough. Um, Something called uh, turpentine. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know what that is? Mm-hmm. What is it? Antifreeze. It's not. Um, <laughs> I thought you really did know. Um, it's basically harvested, harvested resin, resin from living trees. From living trees. Yeah, yeah. And rat poison. And rat poison. Well, rat poison isn't that, but yeah. rat, extra was rat yeah. poison. Yeah. So three things. People associate turpentine with rat poison. That's why I said rat poison. I was telling you what turpentine is. Yeah. No, they're two separate things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> and so he put all three of these things in his drinks. And I don't know about you, but that's like a super fun cocktail. Um, you should not try it, though, like at your next party. Cock. I heard it comes like with a really nasty hangover, so I don't recommend. The fact you have that written in your notes and you said it with such fucking gusto is amazing to me. <laughs> And I want you to know you never have the authority to make fun of anything I put in my notes ever again. 
And you're so fucking proud of it. I can tell by the shit-eating grin on your face right now. I'm so proud I got through it with a lot. I'm so proud. I thought you were going to cut me off before I got to say No, I'm wanting you to do the whole thing. I was, like, just trying so hard just to get it out before a little chuckle came to my um, I can tell you I blacked out. I don't even remember what the sentence is, but I remember it was garbage. <laughs> it actually wasn't garbage. It was comedy gold. Uh, You're just mad that you... Oh, no. Nasty hangover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I remember. To be fair, it would leave a nasty hangover. You'd be dead. Or is that a good hangover? You're in therapy. <laughs> For a reason. <laughs> Anyways... Anyway, it's reported that he, Tony, also gave Malloy shots of wood alcohol. And wood alcohol is apparently so strong that even just a small amount could cause blindness. Super fun. Um, so Tony waited until Malloy was drunk enough from shots of whiskey before switching to shots of pure 100% wood alcohol. And Malloy just didn't even notice. And he happily swallowed it down night after night. Again, he's Irish. One night, though, Malloy did fall to the floor unconscious. But before, you know, the gang could celebrate, he didn't die, though. Mm. He began to snore, waking up hours later, asking for more. <laughs> he, <laughs> he's iconic. <laughs> he is just... This man is making their 70 grand completely moot. Yeah, iconic. He's iconic. <laughs> now, at this point, these guys are just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what the actual fuck is wrong with this guy? They're about to put themselves at 70k into debt. Exactly. Yeah. They're like, fuck it, let's poison his food. <laughs> oh, yeah. Reasonable, right? Yeah. Correct, yeah. yeah. The drinks haven't worked. Just do the Yeah. So, uh, Malloy was given oysters that had been marinating in dehydrated alcohol for a couple of days. <laughs> one by one, he scarfed them down in between shots of wood alcohol, and the boys waited patiently for him to finally die. He didn't, because he's a badass, you know? He just belched and carried on drinking. I want this fucking man's system. I want his liver. I He's want Irish as fuck, dog. I'm Irish too. But because like the like nothing could possibly get any worse, he obviously didn't die. And Tony again took it to another fucking level because how could it get any worse than this? He took out a tin of sardines. He opened it and left it open for a few days to rot. He then prepared Maloya sandwich. He seasoned the sandwich with broken glass, <laughs> carpet tacks, and finely ground shavings of metals from the sardine can as like little garnish. Malloy ate the sandwich, none the wiser, and he asked for another. Huh? How do you eat glass and you're just like, mm. It was yummy. <laughs> How? The texture, he loved it. <laughs> it had some spice. He's fucking drunk, bro. Why is it spicy? No, literally. I don't know, man. He just was fucking... Is this real? Yes. <laughs> this, yes, this happened. Now, I'm not sure if you're keeping count, but this is five plans that they've now come up with. So it was drinking him to death, and then they gave him the death cocktail with all the little stuff in it. Um, they gave him the wood alcohol, the oysters, and then the metal sardine sandwich. My mouth hurts just thinking about that sandwich. All those failed. And this entire time, the gang... And can I just say how much I love that I keep giving them all little nicknames? I'm like, the gang, the boys, the goose, the, like all of them. I love it. Anyway. <laughs> the goose? The guys, whatever. Oh. <laughs> I like tripped up on the word. Um, anyway, <laughs> they've been paying the insurance policy premiums this whole time on three different insurance policies. So you're not wrong. 
So that, along with the cost of the whiskey, and then also the industrial alcohols that they've been putting into his drinks, like the wood alcohol and stuff like that. Killing Malloy was more expensive than it was worth, literally. So they were fucking pissed, to say the least. Like, how dare he not just fucking die so they can scam the government? Right. How fucking rude of him. Selfish. Shocker, though. They take it to the next level, because why would they stop now while they're ahead? Why would they stop? And so because it's winter at this point, they decide to take Malloy to the snow-covered Karata Park, which is like halfway, it's like a half mile away from Tony's speakeasy. And they dumped Malloy on a park bench. They ripped open his clothes and they drenched him in five gallons of water. Not to fret, though, because this is not the end of our pal Michael Malloy. Because to Tony's surprise, he found Malloy in the basement of his speakeasy the next day complaining of a chill. (laughs) (laughs) And believe it or fucking not, they still wanted to kill him after this. I would have given up. I'm putting myself in that situation. I'm Tony. (laughs) I go into my basement to catch some more whiskey because I get everyone on tab and then Mm -hmm. drinking me on my whiskey. Mm -hmm. And then I see Malloy... Ripped clothes. Mm-hmm. Just be like, hey, buddy. I got a little chill. You got a blanket? Mm-hmm. Like, and then just completely like, what? Just mm-hmm. dumbfounded. Mm-hmm. I would lose my fucking mind. I honestly wouldn't allow I would to get just, that far. just stab him in the throat at that point. I would have given up when he didn't die from the drinking. Like, I probably would have made the death cocktail. And then he did it after that. I'd be like, this is too much for me, man. I would have given up after that. I would have not have even made it to poisoning his food. That just all of all of it is a lot of fucking work. And the fact that they needed the money that bad, just stop letting people drink They're on They're losing tap. the money at this point. Literally. So the group decided a more brutal way was clearly needed. So they enlisted the help of cab driver Hershey Green to run Malloy down. In the dead of night, they placed a drunken Malloy in the middle of the road. But as the car barreled towards him, he managed to come to his senses, even in his inebriated state, and he jumped out of the way. After two dodges, the taxi struck him and then backed over him. They left Malloy for dead after, like, passerbys in the road startled them after, obviously, they saw Malloy get hit. Right. And can I just say they're fucking pussies for that? Like, you want to fucking kill him, but now you're fucking scared that you're going to... Fuck you, pussies. That shit pisses me off. (laughs) A week later, Red posed as like nicholas melroy's brother and called which is also funny because they said that he was going to be his cousin and now he's his brother so they yeah, can't they even keep, cousin yeah first. they can't even keep their own story straight anyway he posed as his brother calling around to the morgues and the hospitals in hope of hearing a malloy's passing so they could collect the money right but there's no sign of him at any of the hospitals any of the morgues or anything but guess what he's in the basement <laughs> A few days later, Malloy limped into his favorite speakeasy to see his best buds and to get his free quota of alcohol. (laughs) Apart from his fractured skull and his broken shoulder. No big deal. He was (laughs) aight. He just won't die. And he's iconic for that. (laughs) I don't even are you sure this is a paranormal story? I'm hundred (laughs) percent I'm hundred percent sure that this is a true crime story and it's hundred percent true. This man just sounds... I don't know if Michael Malloy is a superhero or if these group of guys is just fucking stupid. They must just be bad at what they do. They must be like the guys in the fucking Home Alone movies. They can barely... <laughs> that is honest to God exactly how I picture them. Shit. Yeah. Anyway, with February's insurance premium due... Did I say that right? Yeah. 
February's insurance premium yeah, due. Yeah, I thought I said with insurance, insurance premium due. I was like, whoa. No, with February insurance. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, just keep going. Say? This they is authentic. Can... Keep it in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they considered hiring a professional hitman, but it was not in the budget. It was way too expensive. They tried running over another. They started with that. They tried actually running over another drunk man with a cab to cash in the insurance policies and just like pin it on another guy. But that guy survived too. So like they are the home alone. Yeah. So like clearly duo. it's them that's the problem. Yeah. But unfortunately, I have to say that on February twenty first of nineteen thirty three, the gang did finally kill Michael Molloy, and they did it in the most extreme of extreme ways. They completely fucking pulled out all the stops. In one of the rooms of the saloon, they put one of the rubber ends from the gaslight into his mouth. They wrapped the towel lightly around his face, and then they poisoned him with carbon monoxide. They had a crooked doctor who was a friend of Francis forge the death certificate of the name Francis Melroy so they could claim the insurance mm-hmm. policies. They received an $800 payout from the Metropolitan Life Insurance Company, and then they went to try collecting um, the policy from another company, and that company wanted to see the body to like verify the death before they paid out on it, so right. it must spend more than that, because sometimes that's what insurance companies do. So the other insurance company was called the... Petrodol, I think is how you pronounce the fucking name of it. I don't know. <laughs> Life Sounds insurance company. Um, and they called the authorities because they were like, we want to verify this guy's actually dead. You know, right. that's what they do. And with that company looking into the death, uh, the cops actually realized that the death certificate was, pho- like, was not real. It was phony because it said that he died from pneumonia, but that's not how he died when they looked at the autopsy. It's obviously he died from carbon monoxide poisoning. Mm-hmm. So the cab driver that they ended up bringing in Hershey, he wasn't happy at all with his cut. And I'm saying this probably because there's like fucking 15 of them in this group right now. I swear to God. So of course you're not happy with your fucking cut, bro. It's like $15. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't happy with his cut. So he started talking with the police first. And let me tell you, he was spilling all the motherfucking tea. He was like, this is the plan. These were the motherfuckers. And I don't give a fuck. Fuck them. <laughs> so during the investigation, um, tough Tony Barstone was shot dead and Joseph... Magalone was charged with his murder. That's completely like unrelated to the case, but they were all obviously involved, so it has something to yeah. do with it. In the end, Frank, Tony, Daniel, and Joseph all tried to plead insanity, but it didn't work. In the summer of 1934, in the months of June and July, Frank, Danny, Tony, and Joseph were executed. Nice. Using something called Old Sparky. Huh? Old Sparky, which. And what is Old Sparky, you ask? Yeah. What is it? I don't know. It's an electric chair. Oh. <laughs> At Sing Song Prison. I thought you were saying like it sings. So- oh my God. Imagine how morbid that would be. Like I hate- just like, oh, pick a song. And then they play like a song. And it's like Doja Cat. Woman. Like, it's That's just- like me when I spun off the road. Yeah. But it's very morbid that the electric chair has a name. Can I just think that's very morbid. Um. So Hershey Green was the only one who uh, didn't get executed. He instead got sent to prison. I don't know what his prison sentence was exactly, but he's the only one who got to live through this. Um, so the only, the final thoughts that I get to leave you with this case are this. One, if there's one thing the Irish can do, it's motherfucking drink, honey. So don't be surprised. No. Two, don't murder somebody for fucking money. It's never fucking worth it. And the most important is three, if by chance someone is trying to murder you for money, don't make it easy for them. I like how one of those points isn't just simply don't murder anybody. You're just like, just don't murder for money. That should be obvious not to murder somebody. Hmm. You didn't make it obvious. 
if you murder somebody, you're just stupid. That's true. You are pretty stupid. But anyways, I love that. That's a crazy story. I already knew about this case, and then um, Nora was like, uh, put it on the rec sheet, and I was like, dibs. Um, but it's just so crazy to me that he survived, like, five different fucking ploys. Assassination attempts. Yeah, and right. he was just like... Just fucking was still kicking, and they were so fucking pissed about it. And the fact that they just kept going. And I get it that they, like... I just like, can't get over the, the sandwich. And they invested so much into it. I get that. But also, at the same time, like, why did you invest so much into that? They should have gave up a while ago. Do you know what he died of? Yeah, I told you. Carbon monoxide poisoning. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Duh. For some which reason, is like, I, I thought it was caught, but yeah. The, which the is, like, kind of sad, because, like, yeah. everything else was already really gruesome. Like, the drinking yourself stuff, that's already really gruesome. This Like, the poisoning, gruesome. But just the fact that they put this tube in his mouth and, like, tied something around his face so he couldn't rip it out. Just the thought of that and this, like, this sweet old homeless man. I'm assuming he's old, you know? This, like, mm-hmm. homeless man who really is just, like, the town fucking drunk like everybody knows him like the fact that that's how he died just at least people can, guys could get a payout that they didn't even Damn, get it would have at least been a little more fitting if he just died from all the alcohol yeah so it's just really so that that's how he ended up dying just these fucking guys to get money and then just for what they didn't for even like fucking $10? get it dollars yeah seems worth it yeah all because this fucking guy didn't know how to run his own fucking speakeasy like eat a dick that's what i was trying to say though there's so many people involved i don't know what i don't know how they expected to get such a huge payout yeah Stupid. I, they're just fucking idiots. Stupid. Sad. Yeah, that's crazy. Insane. The fact that that's even real. That just sounds yeah. like some cartoony, like I said, Home Alone shit. I was so excited to tell you that fucking story. Though. I'm surprised I was there was like... a movie about that. Like that followed a similar yeah. premise. I was so maybe that should excited. be our idea. We should go into the movie biz. No, <laughs> I don't okay. want to do that. It's a lot of work. Fine, let's not do that. Anyway, that's all we got. Yeah, that's it. Bye. Sorry. <laughs> But as always, thank you for listening to this episode of Isn't That Odd Podcast. You can find us on all of your favorite streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, all the YouTube. big guys, the little guys, YouTube. YouTube now again, supposedly. Yep. Um, so you can find us on all the major platforms and little guy platforms. If you have any conspiracy, true crime, paranormal stories that you want us to talk about, you can find in the show notes a link to a Google Doc where you can give us some ideas and we might just talk about it on a future episode if you have any comments concerns anything nice anything mean you want to say you can email us at isn't that odd pod at gmail.com and i will email you back in a timely fashion maybe i'm nice <laughs> and maybe you'll get lucky and have me one time unlikely yeah um <laughs> but until then thanks again for tuning in this week join us again next week for another riveting episode of isn't that odd podcast <laughs> But until then, we hope you enjoyed. We hope you had fun. You enjoyed all the stories, came on a little journey. And until next time. Don't be a douchebag. Be a menace. But do good. Don't be a dick. I hope something good happens to you. Did you say you hope nothing good happens? I said I hope something good happens for you. I was like, damn. (laughs) May all your wildest dreams come true. I hope you have a great day. I hope the sun shines a little extra on you today. I hope you win the lottery. I hope... Your water is extra cold today. If you win the lottery, you better be giving at us least, that $5 a month. At least send us 10 whole doll hairs. Yeah, at least $10. At least 5 at for least. each of us. Yeah. Subscribe to our soon-to-be Patreon. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>